it's an authentic conversation that we need to have more. Like, if a, if a space was built for old white men, well, there needs to be spaces in the world for old white men to go. And there have right? been. And, and there's a lot of them, right? Like, there's, there's many places. There's many. But we'll, we'll see a space and be like, oh, no, this space is for everybody. And it's like, no, it's not. It's for, like, white guys who are retired. <laughs> like, so similar to what we see there, I'm saying, like, no, look, everybody's welcome. But I'm talking to black folks. Like, that's, that's who I'm most focused on in everything that we're doing at TGS. Behind the mask. To this next guest has been honored as the Small Business Person of the Year Award mm-hmm. and been named a 40 under 40 honoree by the Atlanta Business Chronicle. He was also named Goldman Sachs' most intriguing entrepreneur in 2021. And guess what, man? Like, you ain't popping until you pop in Atlanta, right? Facts, facts. So, with that being said, the mayor of Atlanta honored him and his business partner with the Phoenix Award. And for everybody who's wondering what the Phoenix Award is, that means you represent the city in its highest Highest possibility, class, everything. And last but not least, he's also been honored and named one of the country's most influential African Americans. So with all of that being said, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the BTM Lounge, co-founder and CEO of The Gathering Spot and chief community officer of Greenwood Digital Bank and... A fellow super dad. That's, that's, that's him, right. dog. That's right. that's right. Man, welcome to the lounge, Ryan Wilson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Appreciate y'all. Yeah. I appreciate y'all. What's good, man? Hey, thanks for having Glad me. Glad to have you, man. Good to see What's you. What's happening, bro? Finally good to be able to catch up with you. Hey, this is an honor, for real. I appreciate the opportunity to come and, come and talk. Yeah, man. We appreciate it because we cover everything mm-hmm. from, from sport, anybody who is interesting, and then more so than anything, influencers who are in the space, who's making the difference in the city and just nationally, bro. And, and you definitely has made your mark, man. So I salute you, King, for that. I, I appreciate y'all. Like, it's funny. We've been doing this almost 10 years now. And I, I've, I've been fortunate. We've been able to do a lot of good things. But it's really important for me to stress, this has been a we thing, not a me thing. There's a lot of people I'm going to talk about today that have been a part of this thing that uh, you'll hear me saying their names because they, they've made such an important impact. Uh, as much as I've been doing, right, I've been riding with a lot of people who've been working hard, too. Yeah, yourself, uh, your partner, business partner, TK. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you guys came up and created this beautiful concept, which is here, started here in Atlanta, the gathering spot. Yeah. So, like, just to fill our audience in, man, like, how did that all come together? So I met TK, we were roommates in college. We went to Georgetown. My plan growing up was to be an attorney, right? And so when I looked inside of the community and I saw people that were doing good work, I always saw, it felt like it, like at least they had law degrees. So I was like, that's what I want to do. Went to uh, DC, stayed and went to law school at Georgetown. And I started to community organize, right? At that point, there were, um, there were a lot of protests happening in the city while I was at least uh, there. Make a long story short, I decided to come back home to Atlanta. I was working at this firm in Buckhead, and it was the same summer that George Zimmerman was on trial for Trayvon Martin's murder. And I, uh, I remember I got an email the day that he was acquitted of, of his murder, and the email simply said, it was like, what are we going to do? And it was from some friends that I was organizing with. I responded back to them with like, we need a place where we can have this conversation. I don't understand why we're not in the same network that we used to be. Like when we used to organize, we had we had places to meet and like thought leaders coming to us on a consistent basis. Where did that go? That was a that was a paragraph that changed my life. I wrote that in yeah. the, July of 2013. The next day I sent it to TK and was like, yo, I need a business model built around this idea that I have. And we've been going ever since. Man, and not too many 24-year-olds have that entrepreneurial mindset, uh, the wherewithal to come up with a concept like that. So where things going on in the country like 
George Zimmerman getting acquitted. Yeah. Those are the type of things that you saw yeah. that really made you want to move forward with the gathering spot? I, I felt like, to be honest with you, I, I, I didn't know what to be scared of because of our age. Yeah. We were just like... Fearless. Yeah, we, we had an idea. I felt passionate about it. Mm. I felt like we could solve a problem. And that's all that mattered to me, right? Like, it wasn't about money. It wasn't about trying to be well-known. I just, like, I just wanted to do this thing that was in my head. Yeah. I'm fortunate that we started when we did because, as y'all know, like, life starts to happen to you. The bills start coming in differently. There's oh, different yeah. responsibilities. They don't discriminate. Baby. Yeah. That's right. I didn't have any of that, right? So I felt like I was playing with house money when this, this started um, because, I mean, really the worst case scenario was I would just go back to being a lawyer was the plan. Yeah. So I graduated from law school to fast forward to the story and um, was like, if there's any time in life to take a bet, why not right now? Yeah. And so I didn't feel like an entrepreneur, to be honest with you. Like, it was like, I felt like a, a dude that had an idea that wanted to see it happen in reality. And if that was entrepreneurship, then like, cool, like, I'm an entrepreneur, I guess. But the, the passion about what we could solve was always a thing for me. The holidays always find a way. The holiday season is my favorite time of year. The kids are home from school and they bring us together to enjoy what matters most. Whether you're in the family room watching a game or catching up on the Behind the Mask podcast, Coca-Cola pairs perfectly with every holiday get-together. Enjoy the real magic of the holiday season by surrounding yourself with good friends and family, delicious food, and of course, ice-cold Coke. Most people would be afraid of that, and I could truly say because I know what I know, but then also you're going to enlighten us, but your father, yeah. Mark Wilson, he's, he's an entrepreneur himself, very successful in his own right. What was the biggest piece of advice that you maybe saw that you got from him that helped motivate you to continue through? Man, we'd be here all day. My dad, so I didn't go to business school. I went to law school, but I got my PhD in, in business or MBA, whatever you're supposed to get from my, from my father, right? I, I've had the benefit of being able to call through scenarios big and small. Mm -hmm. I mean, yesterday, like this has not stopped, right? Where I'm able to, to really have a thought partner in all of what we do. The thing that he said to me early though, and it's a quote I try to share with everybody. He was like, son, small ideas will keep you small. You have to fight for the best possible version of this idea. And it was during a moment where I felt like we weren't going to be, like we were trying to raise some money. Money really wasn't coming in. A lot of people were telling us no. And I started to try to think about reducing down what we were going to do to try to do what like felt, cape, like, felt like we could actually get out there. Yeah. And he was like, nah, like, forget that. Like, you have to fight for the best possible version of this. So what is that? We got to go figure out what that number is. Yeah. And then you got to go figure out how to raise money for that thing. Because if you want to be successful, the small, like, the small version of it, I mean, what is that really going to go do? And so I, I uh, that, that conversation changed my life. And I mean, there's been others. I mean, just simple stuff that, like, once you get into business, you see people don't do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, treat people the right way. Mm -hmm. Like... I watched my dad he used to go to every training class, and and this is at a point where uh, he was in the call center business. They had like five, six thousand employees around the country. He would go to every single training class and say, "I want this to be the best job that you've ever had." And if you know anything about the call center game, like call centers are not known for being places that people Enjoy. love to work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I watched him though. Patience. Like like go and have a dedication to people. And, and uh, both the TK and I say, like, look, at the end of the day, how you treated people, what this opportunity was for them, mm -hmm. that matters as much as many as much as the money or whatever other things that you're trying to accomplish. So a, a big credit to, to my father. I'm not one of those people. We do this sometimes. Yeah. Where it's like we'll have big influences in our life. Yeah. And particularly when it's our parents, we'll be like, yeah, like we try to skip that. I don't believe in that. Like my father's worked hard. He's taught me a lot. I'm proud of to be able to say that that's the truth. I wouldn't be where I am without my dad. Straight up. Yeah, you got to stand on this. And so, so people who do the opposite and like, no, 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 no. Yeah, I know who my father is, but like, I'm, nah, that's not me. That would be the, the single most hurtful thing that my kids could do to me mm. is to later be like, nah, my dad wasn't helpful in helping me be me. Yeah. Especially if that was all I was trying to figure out how to do. Yeah. So because it is the truth and I'm proud of that, like, no, I'm not. my dad has been been huge in the whole the whole thing of what we're doing. That's amazing because typically in our our culture, our community, 
what Biggie said, either you're slinging crack rock or you got a wicked jump shot. But you took a total different path of your life. We were athletes, nothing wrong with that. But you took a different path to your success. And salute, bro. That's that's amazing, man. Look, I I don't think there's one way to get there, right? Like, whatever your ministry is, like, I think our goal as a community should be trying to have you be the best at whatever that thing is. So I'm fortunate that that thing for me thus far has been business. Yeah. I don't know what the next chapter is. And I think y'all are, are a testament to, like, you never know what the next chapter is going to be, right? Like, if you don't have to have one thing in life. Like, actually, yeah. the greats, to me, they have multiple seasons in their life, right? And, like, yeah. those are the ones that we actually celebrate where, like, yeah, 20 years ago they were this, and then, like, now they're that. Yeah. Yeah. How amazing, you know, is it? And, like, you know, we, we got we to gotta talk about this stuff more. And stop trying to keep this, you know, like, I got it on my own sort of narratives going. Like, who really has? Like, somebody had to call y'all and say, mm-hmm. hey, I want you to be on my team. Yeah. Someone yeah. had to give me some money, mm-hmm. yeah. right, to, to start the business. Like, we all had people that have had to invest at a certain point. Right. Yeah. Like, that's the truth. That, that's happened. So, like, thank you for that. I had to go work after it. I think some people think that, like, you don't have to go work after that moment. You gotta go work for everything that happens after that phone call. Mm-hmm. But the fact that the phone call happened, yeah. It's thank God, man. thank God it did. Is my 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 approach. Like, thank God that 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 call happened. And and if it didn't, we wouldn't be talking right now. And I'm I'm glad we are. So yeah. I can't I can't ignore the other stuff that that happened along the way. Well, the gathering spot, obviously, very successful. Takio, you one of the uh founding members yeah. as well. Yep. So I yeah. wanna flip this to Spikes. What attracted you to the gathering spot? And this is something you go here for the first time. What attracted you to the gathering spot and, and why are you still a member? I um because I wanted knew I knew one day that we I wanted to have him on the show. <laughs> no, no, but uh no, I, I was looking for a place as iron sharpens iron. And I felt like when you go across the nation or even when you go to different countries, which I've been fortunate enough to be able to do. I was a member of some of those other clubs out mm-hmm. there, going all the way from London mm-hmm. to, to Spain, mm-hmm. France, and, and, and just seeing the model. So for me, when I first heard about this, and I was like, what? And he a brother too? <laughs> Man, sign me up. Yeah. Then I was like, all right, let me do all yeah. my research to due diligence. But some of the things that, for me, that kept keeps me coming back, being a founding member, um, the continuity the the level of service and I think the biggest thing is I'll say cheers to consistency you know because it's hard to have a business bro and and you know you're gonna have your employees are going to change but the mission statement never changes and so when I come in and the expectations when I come in TGS the gathering spot is I'm coming in one section I can have food, good food, and talk with people. And my other section I can go to, I'm going to nail it out. Boom, 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 boom. I don't have to worry about being interrupted. Never told you this. We even looked at, you know, doing a few shows out of the yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. the setup that yeah, you have in the back. Yeah, yeah, man. So like for me, that was the biggest thing that I saw that I was like, you know what, this brother's here is for real. He's about his business. I appreciate and, uh, it. And you come through, man. So I salute to you on that, Doc. I, 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 look, I appreciate you. Again, like, it's a we thing for, for me, yeah. right? Like, there's been a lot of people that didn't have to. I mean, to go back to when we started, mm-hmm. we were 24 and didn't know anything. Yeah. Like, we got a lot of things wrong a lot of the time, mm-hmm. right? But there were good people along the way that were like, look, we're not going to allow this to fail. I don't know if he, we, we've never always hit every mark that we wanted to hit. You can in business, though. Nah, yeah. but like, we messed up. Right? It's, just, it's just part of the game. We've had people the entire time that are like, look, I'm going to ride with y'all through whatever ups and downs we're about to have here. And because of that, we've always been dedicated to improving, right? And so now that you know, we've, we've built a couple more across the country, I can genuinely look anybody in the face and be like, look, we've gotten better at this thing. Like, mm-hmm. like we can compete with the best clubs in the world at this point. Like, we, we know what we're doing in a way because we got the space and the time to, to learn. Mm-hmm. Where, like, I, again, I can't, I can't express enough gratitude for that because a lot of people don't get the time. Right? Yeah. You, you get out there, 
you get a couple L's fast. Damn. And then everybody want to flee. They, they get you on the internet real quick. <laughs> tell everybody don't go. And then it's right. grand opening, grand closing. Like, we were fortunate. The community said, no, nah, look, we'll, 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 uh, we'll build this thing up with y'all. And now we're, we're one of the largest clubs in the, in the country. Chances are you aren't sharing an epic dinner with your friends right now, but you could be. Just book a seat at a private dining event with your Chase Sapphire Reserve card. Then get to it. A multi-course menu, insane flavors, a wine pairing. Ooh, is that crispy duck? Experience more unforgettable dinners with private dining events from Sapphire Reserve. Chase, make more of what's yours. Learn more at chase.com slash Sapphire Reserve. Cards issued by J.P. Morgan Chase Bank and a member of FDIC. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Yeah, salute to that. So with, with some of those other clubs, we don't necessarily have to mention, but what do you see as the difference as far as what the gathering spot provides compared to some of the other competitors out there? So I, I think some people, when they look at clubs, they think that the, the game is about space. And it's never been that for me. Right? Like I'm not actually trying to build the best space. Mm. I'm trying to build the best community. And for me, what that looks like is diversity in terms of what people do, as diversity in terms of what people are talking and, and trying to build. And when you walk into the, or you're in anything that TGS is doing that you feel like you're, you've got a home there, mm. that's what I'm trying to accomplish, right? And honestly, some of those other clubs out there, they're telling you the opposite. Don't talk to anybody in here. Don't pull out your phone. Don't look at any, don't, don't try to build a relationship in here. You just need to be happy about the fact that, that there's other good people in here. Right. Like they're doing you a favor after you yeah. paying your money. <laughs> don't talk to anybody in here, though. Just sit, eat your food, look around. around you know, watch. Yeah, when you leave, text your friend, tell them that you saw whoever you saw. That's not what we're trying to do. This is about, honestly, the exact opposite. I want you to leave and say, wow, I met the craziest entrepreneur that's building something that's exciting. I met my, my potential attorney, my, my, my accountant, my best friend. I met somebody I could take on a date. Like, like mm-hmm. the whole range of whatever you're trying to figure out how to, how to find, that's what we built TGS for. So like, it isn't about the spaces, it's, it's really about people. And uh, that's what's kept it, kept it moving. I mean, we went through a, a pandemic yeah. as a spot called the gathering spot. Mm-hmm. And people said, even though I can't gather, I'm still going to to belong to this community, that for me is like, it's emotional, right? Like, you can't feel the wrong. It's, it's emotional because like, truly, if it was about the space, we should have died. Yeah. yeah. Quickly. In a literal sense, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like it should have been over 2020. I'm watching the news, they're saying don't gather. Mm-hmm. Should have been over right then. It's good people that have said, uh-uh, like, I don't, I can't, we can't gather in person. We can gather online or like what, we'll gather in our own smaller pockets. But like this idea of what TGS is, that's got to live on, right? And so we'll, we'll ride through whatever this is. And like we now know being on, you know, somewhat of the other side of it. But if you go back to March of 20, people were talking about whatever that was as like we could be in our homes for forever. Forever, yeah. 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 So, the fact that when people didn't know that there was an expiration date, they still were like, all right, cool. Like, we'll ride out for as long as it is. Mm. Come on. I, I'm, I, I don't... I, there's not enough gratitude to, to express for that. that was, that's a crazy decision for folks to make. And, like, my, my job is to try to honor that as best I can. Mm. Now, you got a partnership with Greenwood Bank. Yeah. You're also the chief community officer of Greenwood Bank. So yeah. I read that that partnership it took forever for that to actually manifest. Like, it wasn't supposed to take place. So mm-hmm. go into that a little bit, man. How'd that come about? So we've known that team for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were hosting meetings in TGS. And, like, honestly, even before that. So the, the founders of, of Greenwood are Paul Judge Paul, yep. and Ryan Glover. And so we would just, like, being in Atlanta, be at things, be supporting the same thing. We, you know, we, we just we just doing different projects. Time went on. Uh, we actually bought a music conference and festival called A3C in Atlanta mm-hmm. with Paul. And so that was our first introduction to really working together. Fast forward some more time. Again, it was really five years. Five years, yeah. We started talking about some of the main pain points that we were seeing with people in the community. And, I mean, to be clear, we focus on black folks at TGS. Yeah. Everybody's welcome. But, quick aside, 
I think every space that we go to, mm-hmm. somebody was thinking about somebody when they were building it. And a lot of times, like, we act like that's not the case. So we'll be like, oh, no, no, like, that's neutral. Like, there, there's, there, what is neutral? Like, somebody had an idea in their head about <laughs> who was going to come here, right? And, like, we, a lot of times we lie about it. Yeah. We'll be like, oh, no, this is for everybody. Like, Well, wh- take us behind like, the mask, baby. Yeah. I like this. Uh, no lies in the lounge. No, yeah, but, like, it's, just, it's, a, it's an authentic conversation that we need to have more. Like, if a, if a space was built for old white men, well, there needs to be spaces in the world for old white men to go. And there have right? been. And, and there's a lot of them, right? Like, there's, there's many places. There's many. But we'll, we'll see a space and be like, oh, no, this space is for everybody. And it's like, no, it's not. It's for, like, white guys who are retired. <laughs> like, so similar to what we see there, I'm saying, like, no, look, everybody's welcome. But I'm talking to black folks. Right? Like, that's, that's who I'm most focused on in everything that we're doing at TGS. If you're cool with that, meaning the things that you're going to eat, the, the things that you'll see on the wall, the music that you're going to hear, who's going to be speaking at the programs, you're going to see a lot of black folks. Yeah. If you're cool with that and of any other background, come on in. Yeah. But if you're not, then there's some other space that I'm sure somebody else was thinking about for you, and you should go there. And yeah. like that's, there's, no, there's no love loss in that. That's not meant to be... I just think that we don't... like. We're just not honest about it enough and just say, like, no, like That's I, what it I, is. I wasn't thinking about you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, just, I love how unapologetic y'all are about that, though, because it's, it's so real. This places we've been in in New York, like literally in the 80s, they wouldn't allow black men in there. They wouldn't allow women into their clubs. They yes. were older, yeah. like you said, rich, wealthy, white men. And these are the people that can come into the clubs. I'm not going to say the names, but this is real time. You know what I'm saying? So to be unapologetic about that and say this is what we are for, this is what we are about, I think that's amazing personally. If you're not unapologetic, what is for me, the question is, like, what's the point? Yeah. Like, I don't have, I, I don't get a chance to do this life thing more than one time, as I understand it. So I'm going to be truthful while I'm doing it, right? And I'm going to talk about the things that I care about. I happen to care deeply about black people. So I build spaces and I am engaged in projects that are connected to blackness. So you asked me about Greenwood. Mm -hmm. Why we are there and why I believe in the work that is happening with the bank is that every time we would talk about something at TGS that started talking about money, there was always a massive hole that existed. Everybody didn't have the right banker. They didn't have the right relationship. They didn't, I mean, and and frankly, like, I would would be in conversations where it would be a bunch of entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. And nobody had any banking products that was helping their business scale. So the short version of what we're trying to accomplish is disrupting that, right? Like, at a certain point, we've got to say, right, I mean, it's cool to participate everywhere else, but what is it like to have our own apparatus that can, that can do mm-hmm. and solve problems for people that we know and love? And I, I do say that this is a caveat to all of this is like, look, that doesn't mean we're going to say yes to everybody, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean we're going to say no either. And I think that's the thing that, like, folks need to see more of, yeah. right? That, like, it's okay for us to sit back and be like, no, like, what is it like to have our own vertically integrated opportunity that we own mm-hmm. with options? I think we get better products for everybody. I mean, uh, look, I, I, we get into these weird, you know, HBCU versus PWI debates. My belief is that they're, the option, the option matters, right? Like, our, our students... Black folks should have the, the option to decide what sort of experience that they have or want to have. Without it, we've got a problem. Yeah. And we saw what happened when we didn't have options. We didn't go to school. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. So in banking, when we don't have options, I would argue that we don't see the results that we want from a financial perspective, right? Because there is no, there is no counter effort that's saying, no, hold on, like, we think about this a little differently than what... Maybe everybody else does. We are talking to you specifically. Mm. They're doing the neutral thing. It's for everybody. Uh, I guess it's for everybody, but like we're, we know, we're talking to you. Yeah. yeah. And that's important to us. Right. So, I mean, we needed, to, we needed the, the power to be able to, to serve people differently other than what we were already doing. You thought today was another routine? You thought today was a walk in the park? Congrats. You played yourself. I'm Alex Toussaint. And today, we're drinking Smart Water Alkaline. With 9 plus pH and added electrolytes, 
It's hydration for your determination. That means no excuses. I don't want to see you just work out. Get out there and outwork. Let's get it, baby. Smart Water Alkaline. And that has allowed you guys, well, actually before the merger, but even with extending the concept of the gathering spot in yeah. L.A. and yeah. also D.C., correct? Mm-hmm. I mean, look, one other thing I'll, I'll share with you all to that point. We're trying to build, and I, I actually have to even correct my own language. We're building a big company here is the plan. And I think sometimes as a community, we get convinced that our stuff has to stay small. Mm. That like the greatest thing that we can accomplish is just like be the fact that it exists, that, that, that we should be happy that like that it exists. Mm. What I'm trying to do with our team collectively mm. is say, hold on. We interact with businesses all the time that own a lot of stuff. Yeah. I mean, like I, I look in fashion, yo, it's crazy. Like we will be, we'll be flex, like, like, oh, I can't believe you wearing that. It's like, I can't believe you wearing that. Meanwhile, we both wearing the same company stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, don't just don't know it. And don't even know it. I mean, same thing with alcohol. Yeah. Like, oh, I can't believe that you on this champagne versus that one. And it's like, that's all the same company, homie, yeah. does it? Like, yeah, you know. So at what point do we start to say, hey, look, I, I want to play like that too. Like, nah, we, we, we got a content arm. We got a bank arm. We got a club, physical location arm. We got a music conference and festival. Mm-hmm. Like, we got a couple different ways that you can play with us too. Sure. And different than other examples, we're specifically focused on trying to solve problems for you. We got to get out of this mindset that, like, that's reserved for somebody else. I was there for a long time. Like, honestly, when we built Atlanta, I had a moment where I was just like, oh, like, this is, Atlanta's 25,000 square feet. Thank God. Yeah. I'm done. We did it. Mm-hmm. But then I started to look around. And it's like, wait, hold on. Y'all talk about quantities in the billions. Like, I'm talking about little millions. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> like, so we had to go and reevaluate that yeah. thing. We got to get into the game in the same way. Mm-hmm. Talking about a different set of uh, economics. Like, I, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know about y'all. It's like, but being okay, being like moderately still poor, yeah. it's just not. That ain't it. Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> <laughs> when you know better, you do better. That's a- and we don't know. We a lot of times don't. We're talking about a different level in the matrix right now. This ain't, this ain't the like, this ain't level one stuff, right? Like, this is, like most people are not waking up thinking about what brands they participate in. Yeah. The conversation we're having is like, nah, this is this is this is the deep. I don't want to sound like you know some conspiracy theorist, but just like industry moves around us at scale in ways that we a lot of times don't appreciate. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it is my mission at this point to be like, no, hold on, wait, wait, we we can. <laughs> We need to participate in the industry that way too, at scale, yeah. like like big time, yeah. not not the small stuff. I don't want to be. You know, this ain't about having. I mean, like, like look at our peers, man. Like they don't just try to have a restaurant. No disrespect to anybody. Yeah. It's not about a t-shirt. Like they have like fashion houses. Mm-hmm. Why do we not have a fashion house? I, I want. I, I don't want to do it, but like we need a fashion house. Yeah. Like a real, like a full, a full house. Not a line. And again, no disrespect. I'm not trying to, like, they see people hear stuff like this and it's like, oh, trying to demean Take my look. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm trying to simply say, what if you had a house that was competing with the biggest fashion houses in the world yeah. instead of talking to us about a T-shirt? Yeah. <laughs> I, like, if, no disrespect in that. It's all, it really is, like, from love, but, like, we're talking about a T-shirt when there's fashion houses and, like, the dirty secret behind all of it is that these folks are not even more sophisticated than what we are. We just think that they are sometimes. Yeah. Like, it's not, it's not a, like, y'all seen it? When you get up and close, it's like, yeah. it's you? You're the one? Like, <laughs> <laughs> real spill, though. Like, you? Like, that, you're the one that not made me, it? But, but, like, yeah, not you, but like, <laughs> not you. But like, I've been in rooms where it's just like, this is crazy yeah. that you get all these opportunities 
and I'm supposed to sit here and feel inadequate, and I don't even think you're that smart. And that's not because I'm some genius, but like, you're not either. Yeah. And that's crazy to see. Like, I, I, I've loved being able to be in the room and be like, wow, you're the one that runs this mega company? Yeah. You? But okay. it's, it's the same parallels. You look at NFL offices from clubs, from, it's the same parallels, <laughs> bro. Like, GMs, presidents, you look down to damn directors, all of that. And the same dude who probably came in with you was a walk-on or came up a different route. The, you learn the power of relationships of how, you know what, let me bring you on in up here. Because we talk about this shit a lot, bro. Wait, we I talk mean, about we, it a we, lot we here. We talk about I mean, if you just look inside of that example, so you mean to tell me that many people that did not play the game or played the game at a significantly lower level are better qualified to talk about how the organization is best positioned to win than people that spent their entire lives trying to figure out how to be successful at the game? Like, I just, like, I don't accept that as, as statistically possible. Right. That, like, when you look inside the leadership that, like, wait, why are there not more people here that have more experience? I, I, th- another parallel is in, is in capital, like raising capital, where there'll be people who are making investment decisions that have never run anything. Yeah. Coming up to you, talking to you like, like you're the dummy, when it's like, when is the last time you've had to make a hire or fire decision? All this stuff is conceptual for you. You reading cases. I'm talking about like actual yeah, like yeah. this is this is putting in the work doing this is things. real life. Like like again, like there's a difference between talking about how you should tackle and then actually going to go take somebody down in the game. Like, like it's crazy that you feel like you're qualified to tell me how to tackle. And you ain't tackle nobody. And you ain't never did it. Yeah. Like, not one time. Cartier, Rolex, Gucci, Prada, Jordan, Adidas, Bottega Veneta. At eBay, it's real. Or it's getting the fake out. eBay's team of luxury authenticators are making sure you never get faked over again. Watches. Expected by watch aficionados. Sneakers. Checked by legit sneakerheads. Handbags. Examined by handbag connoisseurs. And jewelry in the scopes of expert gemologists. These authenticators are leaders in their field with meticulous eyes making sure your piece arrives as authentic as your style and worthy of your collection. As experts, they know the true difference between a real and a fake. Real carries that rare, distinguished feel, the weight of pure platinum, exquisite scent of Togo leather, the tight stitching on a pair of dunks, the brilliance of real diamonds. So rest assured, your Rolex moves just like a Rolex should. And that colorway on your Jordan Royals will always be on point. The details inspected. The fakes rejected. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal with eBay's authenticity guarantee. Everybody deserves real. Visit ebay.com for terms. We literally just had this conversation on the show, man. Like the experience and then at your point, because of, I'm sure, your age, the lack of what or what people perceive as the lack of experience, you've had knowledge, one, from your dad, two, obviously, from your education, but now real-life examples from owning companies, the ebbs and flows, the ups and downs of it. I'm pretty sure now when they, when you walk in the room, you and TK, when y'all walk in the room, they see two under 40 young black men, I'm pretty sure they look like, ah, they don't know what they're talking about. They do, and I look right back at them like, you don't know what you're talking about either. Right, like, <laughs> I, I'm like... I mean, I'm sorry, like, I, that's, yeah, they, you can look at me however you want to, but, like, how I'm going to look back is, like, like, let's, we don't want to do the resume thing here in this game, like, like, because to your point, like, I, I went to practice, like, I've been practicing every day, so I, I'll stand on that, what's been happening there. I'm not going to let you look at me, though, and then, unless you can legitimately tell me how, like, you have more experience in the space, I'm not just about to bow down because you've given me that energy. And, like, I think we have to carry more of that with us. That, that is what eats us up in the small business context all the time, right? Because there's some better qualified person because some other person told them that they were qualified. When it's like, I'm sorry, I haven't seen the, the, the real, like, this is a results-driven 
game to me. And most of the people that have that sort of energy, they're not normally the ones that have ever put any points on the board. And that's why they act like that. It's the ones that really have it and have done it. Y'all know what that looks like. When somebody's, like, when they've done it, they don't need to talk to you about yeah, nothing. I ain't got to brag about it. They'll walk in the room. They'll let you disrespect them and have say whatever, right? Because at the end of the day, when they get in their sheets at night, they understand that they they were actually really the one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you don't need anybody else to, to justify that. It's these other people that have, to me, the the, the problem that um, we need to fight back on. I'm not, I don't I, I don't sit and take that anymore. Like you, yeah. you look you look at me crazy like. I'm going to look back and be like, okay. <laughs> like, 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 I love like, it. What, what is your, like, how are you qualified to participate? If I don't know what I'm talking about, what makes you qualified to talk about it? Yeah. Oh, it's a title thing? Uh, okay, okay so like. I got to bow down to a title when I, 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 I know what I know. And you won't stand up this on gets, it. This gets to experience at some point. Like, like, I'm not going to, if I've been in the league for years, I've been in different scenarios. I've won before. I don't care that you became the GM last year. You're not, like, I, like we're, we're colleagues here, both hopefully with the aim of trying to figure out how to win. So let's have a professional discussion about that. But don't come over here trying to tell me, like, what it, what it takes to be a winner when it's like, like I said, if you ain't tackling nobody, we're not gonna have a conversation about tackling. So, like, it's just, like, I, that's, that's me, all right? And I'm, I'm sorry, like, we need to tell more people. They need to put people in better check on some of this stuff, though, because they get out of out of out of control. Yeah. When we don't, when we you know sit there and, and act like it's normal to have a real strong opinion about things you don't have expertise in. Right. Bro, yeah. I, I want to say salute to you, also on the forty-five million raise you. that you guys did with Greenwood. Thank I think that, that deserves. Absolutely. That's 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 huge, bro. Yeah. That's huge, and you see, you know, we talk about M&As, mergers and acquisitions, and to see you guys did that merger with Greenwood, all TGS, yeah. what's even better is the fact that you and your business partner decided to stay on board. When you easily could have been like, you know what, i just take it and I'm going to just ride off into the sunset. Mm-hmm. Or even just took a more of a limited responsibility as far as a role, but you stayed all in. Why? I mean, I think it's the example that y'all are showing here. Like, we have to work together. Yeah. You can do this solo. You can do this solo. Right? What happens if you do it together? Mm. And that, that's the question that I'm asking myself. It's like, you know, I think ego can take you to a space where it's like, no, 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 I want everybody to know there's me. Solo me. But, like, I haven't ever seen anything built, like, to the scale that we've been talking about. I don't know people who have been able to achieve that scale, and it's been them. Mm. Right? So, like, we're working together. And part of working together is, is us, you know, saying, hey, look, what is, what is the thing that you're good at? What is the thing that I'm good at? Let's actually combine those things and figure out how to get it to a place where it can be helpful to people. I appreciate you on the, on the capital raise side. Look, I think that we're in a era where the amount of money that a company raises is talked about a lot. Um, I mean, and it is an accomplishment. I don't want to say that it isn't. But right. at the same time, the thing that we're more, fo- more focused on as a company is how we can drive a deeper impact, how we can build more products and services for our community, how we can make the business be, just justify all of the capital that's in it, right? Yeah. So I, I, I don't look at raising capital, and our team doesn't, as that being the victory lap. I mean, the analogy for me is like, it's, it's like getting a good drive class and then figuring out how to go win a championship. So yeah. the season that we're in is at the start of it first, and we got to go win a championship. Yeah. And that, that's where we're focused right now. I'm not like having a good drive class is great, but as y'all know, like... What that mean? <laughs> <laughs> now you got to win now, baby. This, this is about rings at the end of the day, right? Like, like you know, having, having a bunch of, of, of great players on a team. Like, we've seen that experiment before. Uh-huh. The ones that are remembered are the ones that win. So what our team is focused right now is winning. Like, it's not about this, like, we're, we're, we're excited, we're grateful that we have the, the capital thing that is very hard to come by for many of our businesses. 
But like, this is about now going to go and, and make this thing successful. And that is the place that like, you know, the, the, the celebrations are very momentary for us as a company because part of what we're in tune with too is look, there are not a lot of companies, unfortunately, that can have, have can say that they've raised the type of capital this business has. Yeah. There's a tremendous responsibility that comes with that. We've got to deliver, right? And so, I mean, this is this is a this is execution season. I mean, we're 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 locked in as a team right now on on trying to fulfill uh, what we know is a big opportunity. But like, I'm not getting caught up, and our team is not getting caught up in any of these headlines. Like, the 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 call this morning was about work. It wasn't about PR. Dope. Like I, I don't. I, we, you got to get out of the. I mean, you're only as good as a, like, literally the last thing that you just did. Oh yeah. <laughs> nobody cares. Like a year from now. Yeah. Nobody cares that we raise money. They're gonna care about the impact that we made as a business. And so that is a. That's where our team is is focused, and we know that like there's a responsibility here again. Like there's not. There's not gonna be a bunch of opportunities, unfortunately, for many entrepreneurs to be able to, to have these sort of headlines. So yeah. we gotta be a good steward of what this opportunity is about. And talk about the importance of banking black, something that we don't see in our community often, as well as some of the obstacles that you face now yeah. in your business ventures. So to, to bank black, you have to buy black, right, first, right? I think that like, we can't get caught up on having the action of having money in a black-owned bank as the activity that is most important. Mm. The most important activity is spending that money intentionally with businesses that are in the community. That is actually the, the work that we are trying to accomplish. So the mechanism, the tool that we're using then to facilitate those transactions is the bank. But the thing that we actually want to get done, that's actually about circulating our dollar. Right now, 97% of our money as black people is spent outside of our community. The impact of that decision, set of decisions, I should say, is really, really, really devastating for us as a community. And so that is what we're trying to figure out how to, to solve for. To close the wealth gap, there's going to be things that we have to do as a community, and there's going to be some institutional systemic things that we have to shift to. But the part that we can control for sure is we can spend more money with ourselves faster, right? And like, I know what I'm saying when I say that. That may mean drive a little bit further. That may be looking a little bit harder. That may be being a little bit more patient. But at the end of the day, if we don't do it, the businesses in our community will still continue to stay small. And staying small is really, again, it has a really bad impact on everything that we do. Ideally, in the end, you talk about not just... It's not about transactions for you. Transactions come along the way, but it's more so about building the communities inside of the different little pockets. And this is me, I'm just thinking, hopefully bridging those communities together to where you can measure the big impact. But I guess I'm asking you is, what do you see the end goal being? Look, nobody cares about the money at the end of the day. Like I saw this Denzel quote, uh, years ago, it was, like, it was him talking. He was like, uh, "You'll never see a U-Haul behind a hearse," <laughs> and and it's, it's true, right? Like the the stuff. Like nobody cares about the stuff at the end of the day. They remember what impact you had, how you made them feel, what relationship, what experiences they had with you, right? Like that's ultimately what what stands the test of time. That's where I try to stay focused, right? Because the stuff, the money. The money, like, like, you, know, you talk to anybody that's been in the game long enough, it comes and it goes. It's been up and it's been down. Yeah. So what I want folks to remember about what we're trying to accomplish here was that like, we were trying to do something that meaningfully helped to close the wealth gap for folks. And in doing so, created opportunities for home ownership, for people to get a better education, people to be able to afford their health care, whatever other thing, or their vacations, whatever the things that they wanted to do in life. That is what the legacy of all of this work is to me. But it's not the stuff. Like, I don't, I mean, I, you can't take it with you. And I, I because I can't, like, I, I don't, I can't get tied to something that, like, it actually isn't permanent. Like, it just doesn't, 
Man, everybody knows that feeling when you get a new car. It's the greatest thing in the world. Mm. And then you in the joint two years later, they're like, can't believe this is my car. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, I can't believe I'm still pushing this. <laughs> like, it used to smell new. Now it smells... <laughs> What is this smell? Bacon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, look at all this trash. Look, like, like they, my bumper didn't messed up. Like, like this stuff doesn't, we can't even hold value with anything long enough to care about it that much. Yeah. So enjoy what you want to enjoy. Or I'm not telling you, like, we, we deserve to have luxury if we want luxury, nice things if we want to. That, that's not me saying don't buy nice stuff. But it is me saying that at the end of the day, no one's going to be like, oh, but his shoes were fire. <laughs> I guess just they're not gonna, like they're gonna remember what you talked about at dinner and mm -hmm. how you helped impact their impact life. Them, yeah. yeah, they're not what your outfit. I maybe there's a few people where that's where they're known for, but the vast majority of us, that's not actually going to be the thing that that wins the day. So mm -hmm. why do we spend so much time talking about it and having that be the objective of business? Because there's a lot of ways to make a dollar. You, you, you want to go try to make some money? There's a lot of ways to go do that. Yeah. The thing that I think we should all be chasing is this content, this content will live for forever. Yeah. Like, there, there, there could be somebody 100 years from now that will benefit from the consistency that y'all have had mm. in producing quality conversations for people. Absolutely. There should be money along the way because, like, that would be awesome. But at the end of the day, if folks can 100 years from now be like, man, that conversation that they had in 2022, yeah. here I am in the year 3000, and it is amazing what they just did to me. Yeah. That should be the objective, right? I mean, and, and that's where I try to stay focused. Yeah. We created Behind a Mask because uh, we wanted to tell the innermost stories of our guests, right? In football, we use our mask for protection. Everyday yeah. life, everybody has a mask. You had one prior to you and TK getting together and creating the gathering spot. And we appreciate you coming on today to go behind the mask with us. If you had to go back and change one thing or tell your younger self one thing, what would that be? I would tell myself, honestly, something that I'm telling myself today in many ways. But I would tell myself that, like, it is okay to go and try to achieve the, the biggest possible dream that you have. Like it's okay to, like you have full license to go and try to be that person. Because with even all of the advantages that I had, father that was very engaged, good education, good friends, good fam like family collectively, I still had a feeling of like, ah, that other stuff, that's, that, like that big stuff, that big stuff is reserved for like the big shots. Mm. Like I, I, don't, I don't know how you become the big dog. Like I'm like, I it would just be great to be in the orbit of the big dogs. Like I would go back and say, hey, look, it's okay to like try. The worst thing, as cliche as it sounds, the worst thing that happens is that you get to talk about the fact that you put yourself in the game. That, 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 that's that's the worst thing that that you'll be able to say. That like, ain't I, bad. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I was in, I, I was in the game. Yeah. I, I might not have started. I might not have won the championships. I might not have been MVP. But I had a goal. I stayed with that goal. I made it on the field. That's like that's such a beautiful thing to be able to say to yourself. Like I like I I, I stuck with it long enough to see that happen. Because I, I think a lot of times y'all like to use a football analogy. People see people on the practice squad and they're like, "Why would you do that?" Like, what they don't understand is that like when you got that in you. It's a dream. Yeah. Any opportunity to pursue the dream, <laughs> like at any stage, you gotta take. Yeah. Those are the ones that like that, that love it for real. Where yeah. it isn't, it's not the money. It's not. It's like it really is the love mm -hmm. of what they're trying to pursue. We gotta salute that. And I would go back to myself when I was in a moment where I didn't feel like it was possible, mm -hmm. and say, "Hey, look, man, like you gotta, you gotta as good of a shot as anybody else. It's not gonna be perfect, but you got a shot. Go try it." And that's where legendary status starts. I mean, I look, I'm, I'm just, at the end of the day, the ability, going back to like what you remember for, it's relationships, 
for me, increasingly, I've had a lot of my identity be tied to, yeah, being an entrepreneur, being the co-founder, CEO of the Gathering Spot. I've trans, it's a, I've transitioned heavily over the last two years since my children were born. And like, you can call me a bad CEO at this point, like, as long as you don't call me a bad father. That's the most important title for me in all of this. Like, I do genuinely feel like the most important thing that I can leave, the only legacy that I really care about, is that my kids know that I care deeply about them and the things that I'm talking about connected to our community. The rest of this stuff, it's gonna come and it's, it's gonna go. If you study the greats, man, they, they ride the... I, to be honest with you, it's the thing that I'm most afraid of. I don't know if y'all have ever seen like Y'all ever seen like a hot rapper from the '80s walk into the club? Mm-hmm. Nobody know. <laughs> Man, I'm, but they, but they, st- but like they still feel like I mean they're still them yeah. stealing the prime. I never want to have that feeling. I just I, I always stay very sober on the fact that like everything in life is seasonal. You can't become so much of a thing that you can't imagine being anything else because when the seasons change and you're trying to get in the club. And where it used to be, everybody move out the way, section, table, I got you hooked up. And now it's like, who is that? Who, what are they doing? I don't wanna ever be, I don't wanna ever experience that feeling. So I, to avoid that, I don't ever get tied up in whatever this is now because it's not gonna be that later. There'll, there'll be a time 20 years from now mm-hmm. where kids that aren't even born will be like, yeah, my parents talked about that gathering spot. Yeah, like, they won't know me or TK. Or, and hopefully the business is still around. They'll be able to like, yeah, gathering spots are over there. But at the end of the day, they'll never understand what 2016, 2017, 2018 TGS was. And that's okay. I don't need them to, I don't need to walk into the club and be like, no, but I'm the founder of the gathering spot. <laughs> like, that season is going to change at some point. And that's all right. Like, I, thank God that I had the season where it did work and it was successful. God willing, I'm in a different season at that stage, and I'm able to talk to you about what I'm excited about then. But trying to chase longevity, y'all see this in the league? Yeah. You can't. Everything (laughs) has an expiration date, baby. And if you don't get, if you can't get wedded to the idea, like there's gonna be a day that you gotta take off your your whole uniform, Mm -hmm. you gotta hang your cleats up, and you gotta think about what's next. It's the people that weren't prepared to think about that. Those are the ones that we talk about for unfortunate stuff because they never imagined themselves being anything other. And I get it's hard, especially with something like that. You spent your whole life trying to be something yeah. and then you got to be something else. We got to talk to people about it's okay to transition to, and have different seasons and different dynamics of their personality and talents explored. And you know, for me, right now, the talent I'm trying to develop is being a father and, and the rest of the stuff. I'm going to do my job. I'm going to do it well. We're going to hustle as hard as we ever hustled at it. But... You can call me a bad CEO, but you're not going to call me a bad father. Salute to a great there father, my brother. Appreciate you, homie. Cheers. I appreciate y'all having me. Behind the mask.